This episode of the Unusual Podcast is supported by The Happy Isle. Spread joy and positive vibes only by gifting a Happy Isle card to friends and loved ones. The Happy Isle created by Abby Purple Heart. Follow at The Happy Isle on Instagram. The Unusual Podcast presents These Men Exist True Stories Real People Today's episode of the Unusual Podcast These Men Exist is intense My name is Fei Fei I have managed to share with you a couple of stories from different women and their experiences with men or their significant others. Don't forget to find this podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, and everywhere else you listen to your podcast. On Twitter, we are unusual underscore podcast. It's a bit long today, so I'll let you listen and hear what you have to say in the comment sections. When I first learned of the opportunity to share my experience, I thought it was going to be very easy. I also thought it was full of events, but somewhere deep into the voice recording, I lost my voice. Let's move quickly to the part where I met this guy through a friend of mine. We used the same gym and at the time attended the same school. When we first met, he wanted to be just friends because he just came out of a relationship where he was fully responsible for his partner and was heartbroken finding out that she was cheating on him with somebody else. He had then concluded that he would never fall in love again. Sadly, he also just lost his dad, so it was as if I came at the wrong time. Few weeks into being friends, I knew every single detail about his past relationship. I thought it was his way of healing, so I let him talk and I just listened. I knew all the secrets she shared with him, all the secrets between his parents, his dad's death, and the mystery he thought was behind his family. Every single detail. At first, I just marveled at how open it was to me. I mean, he kept no secret. In the third week, we were together with other friends when some other guy approached me. I stood up to speak with him for a while, but of course, I was quite uneasy because I had already started liking this guy and I sensed his discomfort as he wouldn't stop staring at us. Afterwards, my friend spoke to me about him liking me. He asked me out officially, and boom, my misery began. In the early days of our friendship, I had managed to somehow portray myself as a decent girl in need of a partner to build with. He knew I was an expert in domestic affairs and that he wouldn't have to worry about me cheating because I was willing to make the relationship work at all costs. I knew that he want, I knew what he wanted, but what I didn't know was who he was. I let down all my boundaries. 
He wasn't Catholic. I ignored that because he already agreed to worshiping with me. He was still a student. I let that go because he seemed mature after all. He was from a polygamous and an abusive home. I looked away because I thought if we had the opportunity of choosing our parents, he wouldn't choose his. My best friend and sisters warned me of the fast pace, but I couldn't listen because I convinced myself that I've been praying for two years and that God was finally responding. I didn't like the way he spoke about women, how he didn't have the right circle of friends, how he wasn't particularly serious with his education. But then I liked the fact that he was doing business. Although I did not fully understand the mechanics behind his business, but I just thought it was okay. I convinced myself that nobody was perfect, that I could fix it, and that we would manage somehow. My mom had also managed to convince me that there was no perfect man on earth, that I should be grateful if I got 20% of what I wanted, so that my efforts would help him be 40 and maturity 60, and that would just be enough. So I dived into it with no headgears or shields and we started to drive so fast. He was already talking to my mother. I was speaking to his. He wanted to be part of me completely and I appreciated that. So I didn't even realize when I started giving up my personal space for him. He told me he was a jealous person and I said I loved that because I thought I did. I didn't even know what that meant. So the episodes began and it grew worse each passing day. It all started with him wanting to know everything about my past. I mean, he wouldn't stop asking about my exes and all the people that had ever admired me. Then we graduated to complaints of me being on long calls with my friends and receiving phone calls at past 7 p.m. or very early in the morning when it's not from a family member. At first, I reacted to that, saying he was being controlling and needed to trust me. On different occasions, I would storm out of his place in anger. But then he got more angry because he was of the opinion that we stuck together even when we were angry so that we could resolve issues immediately. On the other hand, I thought it was okay to give each other some space so that we can clear our heads. This continued until I somehow gave in. I mean, I started to think it was normal for him to worry about other guys and I calmed down and began to make efforts to avoid such situations. I thought those were part of the sacrifices people made for their relationships to work. And so, one afternoon, I noticed that he sounded really down and was acting all sad and he began posting very dark messages on his WhatsApp status. At first, I thought he was listening to a rap track until the lyrics became more personal and reflecting so much pain and rage. I then thought that he was still hot from his past and was most likely hurting from his dad's death. So, I planned a picnic and invited him over in a bit to make him feel better. He came over and was rather quiet. I kept talking and encouraging him until he started to ask me questions of things I never spoke to him about. I was confused, but he began raising his voice and raining abusive words. That was when I realized that he had hacked my phone. While I was listening to this, I needed a break and I felt you would need one too. 
Tell me about a guy that you dated that was incredible. If people hear the things that this guy did for you, they'll never believe it. Mm. Yeah, I dated someone who was incredible for six months. Then I realized he was married. So, I mean, it just boils down to the part that he says when it's, um, when it's too good to be real. It really isn't real. Wait, so you didn't know he was married? I didn't know he was married for six months. He was amazing. Took holidays, two trips together. Yeah. He was sweet. What did you do when you found out he was married? <laughs> Pain is at different levels. I was broken in my soul. We left our narrator at the point where her boyfriend hacked her phone. Let's get back into it. He started to ask me questions of things I never spoke to him about. That was when I realized that he had hacked my phone. I managed to convince him that we could talk about it for we were in a public place and it was becoming really embarrassing. When we got to his place, it became worse. He began yelling and calling me all sorts of names calling my mom and sisters to explain how he has caught me cheating and how I have been lying to him. He was then calling all the people he was suspecting me with and warning them to stay clear. I was just very confused. Somehow, my sister managed to convince him to let the matter rest till the following day so that we could talk when we felt better. But the next day, he was all apologetic about his reaction but I was just embarrassed. Thinking of it, I began blaming myself. I was wondering why I kept some people as friends knowing their intentions towards me. I started advising me to stay off those people so as to avoid distrust in the relationship I was working so hard to build. I knew how important trust was and I didn't want to jeopardize that. I also had to protect my integrity, but that wasn't my focus at that time. So, the forgiveness was quick, and I also apologized for giving him reasons to doubt me. But that also meant that I had broken the barrier and said goodbye to my privacy. Now, he didn't need to hack, he just took the phone and went through it in my presence. I'd be in panic mood until he drops it without frowning. I struggled with that till we graduated from there into him choosing my friends for me, vetting my phones at intervals to make sure I wasn't speaking to anyone he has ruled out. He was going through my photo gallery one day for the 11th time that week at about 10 p.m. when he discovered that I had a photo screenshot of a dress on Instagram. On it was an incoming message from one of the people he had warned I never spoke to. So, yes, he got mad, smashed the phone against the wall, abused me and asked me to leave. I tried to explain because when he went to my Instagram page to check, I had deleted the messages so he wouldn't listen. I left and walked home in dark cold all by myself. In that danger, instead of being upset, I was guilty and sorry. So yeah, I let him do that. I apologized again and promised to change. I started to wonder why I couldn't just choose him and work to make him happy like he was doing for me. I mean, he took a lot of calls in my presence and told ladies off, so I was wondering why I couldn't do same. I had come over one weekend to cook, to cook and clean, which was my duty, whether or not we were in speaking terms, because according to him, couples fight, but that doesn't change anything. I cooked and served him and was still in the kitchen when someone called me. 
It was my roommate and she was calling to ask why I still went over to his place after the last quarrel we had. I told her I couldn't talk that I'd call her back because he was there, but immediately he asked that I say whatever I had to say in his presence. I startled and immediately he broke the piece I served him with and began to shout. Luckily this time his neighbors were close and rushed in to calm him down. I was just confused. I managed to clean up the mess and was setting to leave when he knelt down and began to cry. He convinced me that out of law he loses control and overreacts. He was jealous with both male and female. I left after all, but somehow I forgave that. The public disgrace continued from yelling at the gym over someone giving me a lift to embarrassing me and a stranger at a supermarket who he claimed I was staring at and then making me uncomfortable in church as he accused the preacher of staring at me. I knew I was in trouble, but I was too ashamed to share my problems. Those who knew me would never believe I'd let anyone treat me that way. I still thought he was the best and that all he needed was time and that I needed to make him trust me again so that all these problems would go away. When we were in different towns, he would monitor my every move with video calls. He knew when I was taking a different route to a usual spot and why. My friends who saw a few of these things told me that he was paranoid and insecure, but I wouldn't even think of it. My best friend says he's crazy, but I thought he was just jealous. I accepted that it was me that needed fixing. Next thing, we got into a fight as I had, as I had turned down his request of fixing a fertility implant in my body. And that became a big deal because I just wouldn't bulge. So, we weren't talking for a whole week. I then decided to come over and speak to him about it. Immediately I walked in, he just pounced on me, stripped me and forcefully laid with me. I struggled the whole time as I was on my period, but that wouldn't stop him. When he was done, he just said, wow, I missed you. I was crying, but I didn't know why. I was raped, but instead I apologized for stabbing him. I was a big fool. That, wasn't, that was the first rape. I can't record all of that because I kept lying that it was forceful, yes, but rape wasn't the intention. It was a week to his birthday and I just started to think of how I could use the opportunity to heal us from all the hurt because at that time he had already apologized for so much and I said it was okay but then it just wasn't. Something was still hurting my chest but I didn't know what it was. We couldn't go a week without fighting over something flimsy. I somehow planned the birthday and was sure he would love it. From ordered breakfast to him waking up to gifts at his doorstep and to me delivering a portrait of him on the birthday eve. Yes, I was there when our doctor friend, our doctor friend called me saying he needed my help. Somehow that translated to mean that I've been speaking to the man privately before that call. The atmosphere had gone sour. He immediately moved from there to asking me if I was sleeping with the doctor. I was confused when I heard that his instincts told him that I've been sleeping around and I was being unnecessarily nice to cover my tracks. Just when I was going to fly up and end it, he was faster. He got off the bed and asked that I took off my clothes. I was still being defensive when he helped himself as usual. And then in a few minutes, I was stuck naked before him. 
He brought out a Bible and asked that I swore I hadn't done anything with anyone behind his back. I was quite shocked and humiliated when he pulled out a knife from under his sleeve and started threatening to stab me if I didn't do what he asked. I tried to talk, but words failed me. I wanted to scream, but I couldn't hear me. And I just broke down and started to cry, only to look up and I found that he was speechless as well and was crying too. So then the whole scene became blurry and confusing. I dressed up and sat down, cold as ice, and still unable to speak. I was scarred. I knew he was going to apologize, but I didn't know what for. He broke the portrait already and tore up all the cards. He then started nicely by first saying he was sorry. He said he couldn't explain what had just happened. The next thing I heard was, why do you make me do this? You are the only person alive that I love, and yet you keep pushing me to hurt you. You know that I want to end up with you, and yet you act like you don't. He knelt down and said that he promised it would be the last time. He told me how he had never actually hit me because he respected me a lot, and how all of this was born out of love. At this point, he had somehow not only managed to reduce me to nothing, but also reflected all his insecurities in me. I wasn't even sure what I looked like. He always reminded me that I was fat and that he chose me because his pastor chose me amongst all the other girls he mentioned. So I was just sitting there, hot, scarred and empty. I didn't understand what had just happened. So I left and vowed never to go there anymore. I knew, I, I knew it was over, but I just couldn't say it. The begging episodes began. His mom, his friends, and everyone we knew in common called me, but I just couldn't come back from where he had pushed me to. I was hot but not upset, so I just waited, hoping that time would help me figure out how I really felt. I avoided him because I wasn't sure of how to react if I saw him. After about two weeks, I was at the salon where I heard a lady complaining about her boyfriend, not trusting her, so I was interested in the conversation. As she explained, she mentioned a scenario I could identify with. As I asked a few questions, I figured that me and this lady shared a monster in common. I then asked when she started dating him and she said they had been together for almost five months. So then I was puzzled at who the side chick was, who he was fooling, why he would do all those things to me, knowing full well that he had someone else. I swear I can't answer those questions. And as God will have it, in just a few days, he called me and began asking that I refunded all that he ever gave to me during the course of our relationship. At that point, I still wasn't sure how I felt. I began to think it was about the money, but then I realized that he wasn't even giving me any money. I realized that I spent more in the course of this relationship, taking care of me and being the good girl. I was exhausted. One morning I woke up and I just couldn't stop crying. I cried so hard, realizing how hot I was, and then I apologized to myself for hurting me like that. But until now, that memory is dark and very hurtful. Next week, we start the unusual podcast with one of our written narrations. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to find us on your social media platforms, unusual underscore podcast. It's also the unusual podcast at gmail.